Young Black. I'm Shane Gilmore. I'm Ryan Jaso. Hey, what's up? I'm Seb Weber. <laughs> I'm Bonner. <laughs> what was your accent right there? <laughs> I'm hey. Seb Weber. Seb Weber. Shit's changed in 2021. Yeah. Think, which, since uh, since we've been gone, Seb is no longer British no. at all. He doesn't have an accent anymore. I was never British. Lost his accent. He got in a Venice. tan. You know, identify as American. Yeah. No. <laughs> How we doing, boys? Six months. Took six months off. We did take six months off. Sabbatical. Yeah, I went to the Himalayas and uh, I learned karate. That's, that's cool. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> I've been cool. training. Was that the plot of fucking that Farley movie? <laughs> it's it's a plot of a definitely a movie. Beverly Hills Ninja? Is that what that's you're thinking one. of? <laughs> yeah. That was such a good movie. It was. <laughs> oh. mm. Seb, what have you been doing? Tell some rich people stories. Oh, I'm not rich anymore. Um, <laughs> Learned some new sub stories today. I mean, yeah, you know, not much. I've been seeing this girl. She's, I mean, you can kind of call her a girl, and uh, that's been pretty cool. Um, I got a new spot. That's yeah, been pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Next. Um, <laughs> let's get into it. <laughs> that's all. I, I was trying to. I don't want you to get in trouble. You're about to say something that get you in trouble. Uh, when do I get But I trouble? do have something that will make you very happy, Seb. Well, Billie Eilish has announced that she will have a new album coming out. The album is titled Happier Than Ever, and it will be out July 30th. What do you... I'm I'm fucking ecstatic. Are, bro- you, are you still her biggest fan? Yeah, and, and her brothers. Yeah, and right, I, you I, love Phineas. You ride I do Phineas. love Phineas. I ride Phineas as Duke all day long. Um, I, like, I like her even more. I don't know if you guys have been reading the old tabloids. But she's been getting fat shamed like crazy at the moment. Really? Yeah. And just her responses are just. Billie Eilish has been getting. Yeah, yeah. And her responses are fucking so good. I saw good. the stuff of like about when she was like in a bikini and stuff, people were making fun of her. But they were not for being fat, just for like. No, no, she's been getting fat shamed. Um, and uh, her responses have been great. Did you watch the documentary on her? No, on I have not watched the documentary. Did you, anybody like else? No, no, was so I, they had a doc There's not really her. much to tell. I went to school and then I became pop star. No, it's interesting. It's all. It's. it's it's basically her making her last album. In, yeah. Uh, her and Phineas, like, they recorded it in, like, his room for the most part. Yeah. Which was pretty wild. I thought she was already big enough. And then going on tour. They lived, on home. They lived at home, right, with their parents? Yeah, too. with their parents. Like uh, Pasadena. In, yeah, Pasadena, I think. Uh, or Echo Park, maybe, or Highland Park or something like that. But anyways, uh, it's not bad. Like, it's just, uh, I will say, I thought, I expected Phineas to be different. He's a little cooler than I expected him to be. He's very cool. Yeah. He's like a real record producer and people, I think he's, uh, he's always going to have the, I'm Billy Eilish's brother. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's but, a weird shadow to be but in he is, But it's a weird shadow. But he is really, he is a really good record producer. I think he's going to be just fine. Yeah. When your totally. first record you produce is the biggest record of the last <laughs> well, he like tried two years. To put out years a yeah. he, but then he tried to put out a yeah. solo record and do shit. Yeah. No one's shocked about that though. Seb like, was the only one that downloaded it. I meant yeah, more along the lines of the did idea. It? it sounded like, it sounded like a bad Sigur Ross record. That's I okay. think if he sticks to okay. producing, but, he'll be. Yeah, I'm was, not mad at that. But the cool, he went in the direction which yeah. was pretty cool. So it didn't sound like an album that was missing Billie Eilish's vocals. No, it? it just sounded like a weird fucking Icelandic album. That so uh, Eilish, um, she seems made the announcement. Rad. Said my new album, Happier Than Ever, out July 30th. This is my favorite thing I've ever created, and I'm so excited and nervous and eager for you to hear it. I can't even tell you. I've never felt so much love for a project. Than I do for this one. Hope you feel what I feel. Also, a new song out Thursday, 9 a.m. Can we just talk about the biggest statement now on this record? Which is the final line on this. It's once again entirely uh, written, produced, and performed 
by Elias and Phineas, which is pretty amazing considering I just how. Love when Seb says his name. But Phineas how. Sounds Phineas. very proper. But it's pretty amazing how she could have the pick of whoever the fuck she wants in the world, from songwriters to producers, and she still has done everything with just well, her brother. Well, she shouldn't, hold on, though. Hold on. That's a confident, hold on, that's hold a on. very confident play, That's though. because she's only had one album, and it was a massive success. The minute she has a shitty album, Phineas is out. Yeah, 100%. But oh, I bet no you got way. a lot of fucking pushback. But think yeah, about, 100%. Think, think about the amount of, like, the a That Think about the, yeah. the, think about how much fucking, um, what's that word? How much, uh, like, how confident she must be to you know that every single A and R in a scope has had like, oh, we want to get you in with fucking Max Martin, uh, yeah. all this other shit. Oh, yeah, you know sure. how it is, and and she said no. There's, but that's, that's a level of confidence that but that's doesn't why she's happen. She's so rad. Like know. she's fucking. Yeah. She's she's cool yeah. as fuck, man. That is that is why she's yeah. so. Yeah, rad. her brand is a huge part of what she does, and I do think it would be weird. And I don't, at some point in her career, it's it's inevitable she's going to be working with other songwriters. Yeah, but uh, maybe uh, not though. You're right. Maybe not. Maybe not. You're right. Lionel Richie never did it. She, yeah, it's, right. it's, it's, I mean, there are people that just don't do it, you know? I wouldn't put her in a... They're not, they're not the same thing. Like, does he, he had a... Yeah, he did, but he's never he never co- he's never he's co-written with anyone. No shit. Except for Michael Jackson on We Are The World, but that was for charity. Like, that, he, that's his thing, though. <laughs> so his work his with thing. MJ was charity work. It was charity work. <laughs> but I will, I'll give you this, Seb, you, the Brits. Okay, when you compare the two... Uh, the two charity songs that came out at the exact same time, We Are the World, and what's the other, the one, the, the British one? That's way better with like Bono and George Michael and Rod Stewart. And it's like Christmas is, is it? Um, it's the Christmas. It's like, it's a, it heal the, not heal the, um, no, no, no. It's so much better than the American one is my point. Is Joy to the going. world? Do they know it's Christmas at all? Do they know Do it's they Christmas? Know it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. It's actually like a good song. David Bowie's on it. Like it's actually like a really good song. Yeah. But, um, Bono, the greatest frontman ever. Listen, uh, the Billie Eilish thing, she's she's in a position right now where she needs to put three records out that are as good as the first one, and then she's in superstar land. I think she's, and I don't think you mess with the formula of working with your brother this early on. I, I I don't either, but I can just I know exactly what you're saying. The but, pressure to be able to like I mean, the pick is yeah. that she could go well, work with Sia or like any of these amazing people. Oh yeah, because Sia's on a run right now. <laughs> no, but I mean just like I mean, just think of the world. Like, you're best. right, but I just think that's a level Max of Martin doesn't do what this album sounds like, and it well, we would sound like. so. Con- I feel like any other producer besides <laughs> him like, would sound, sound like, like a contrived album. version of what they want her yeah. to be. I, and I think, and I do think, sh- her sound is is her own sound enough that this album kind of had to where Taylor Swift has gotten. And I know it's it's an unfair comparison because Taylor Swift has had a. A bunch of huge albums, sure. but the album could be mediocre and people are going to still say it's good. Yeah, the numbers are still going to be pretty well, no matter what. I think there's a, I think that's a sure bet. Oh, I think so. I think there's a lot of people who buy into her based yeah. on her brand. She's got a built-in audience. Yeah, it is. And the, the the two singles that already came out last year, "My Future" and "Therefore I Am," were great. So, and those are going to be the lead singles off this album. <laughs> a lot of her later. songs sound the same to me. Is the my only problem with her? Her Bond song is good. Yeah. yeah, that's her sound though. She, uh, she she forged her own sound, which is what makes uh, her unique. Uh, well, Phineas did it, but you know, we we tried we tried <laughs> our hardest to record all the way through COVID. Uh, we didn't quite make it, but we did start when COVID was going on, um, uh, and that was a lot of bad news. But now now there's good news coming through. So uh, it's they've just announced that uh, well, not only if you're vaccinated, you you don't have to wear a mask in public anymore which is great. As of today. As of today. Um, that vaccinated U.S. travelers will soon be able to visit Europe, which is big. Um, 
27 EU nations will be accepting Americans who have received uh, vaccines recognized by the European Medicines <coughs> Agency. The approved ones are the Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson. Mm. I think there's approved lists as if someone's going to have like, oh no, I'm vaccinated. No, there is a yeah, vaccine. Johnson, 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 Johnson ones. It's only got a 50-50 chance of working. Yeah, right. <laughs> Depends what Johnson you get. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a lotion. You just rub it on. Uh, the other ones are only 60 to 70%. Yeah, so, things are we'll we, this we could do a whole fucking podcast on how the vaccination, so maybe we can stay away from that. But it's great. At least we're finally seeing. Uh, uh, Rufus DeSoul sold out LA already. Yeah, uh, we're starting to see who's the uh, um, outside outside lands, lands announced. announced. Dude, observatory's been announced. Like everyone, it seems like shit's booking up. Like thankfully, very quickly, it just all started ramping back up. Life is beautiful went on sale <laughs> and sold out in forty eight hours in Vegas, which is crazy. Is Vegas has that full occupancy, right? Whole occupants. Yeah. Yep. And they're talking. They move. They did. Observatory is going to get away with it because that's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's be fucking real weird. They've been having shows in Orange. I went to a show in Orange County like three weeks ago, but they're they're like sit down dinner shows. Have you heard about you the to, like, candlelight theater? What do you got yeah, going on over there, to, man? Uh, Masterpiece theater. You see cats? No, I went. To, <laughs> I went to Circle. <laughs> I went to a trance show at Circle. It was like a sit down. Meal. Oh, in Huntington. Very, Can we roll this back? You went to a weird. trance show. Yeah, I went to a trance show. Just fucking casual on a Thursday or something? On a Saturday. All right, fuck it. And I only went for five Who did you, What trance show did you go at the Circle? I there know. was a, uh, who's that promoter? The Joven. The Joven invited me to one. Oh, Joven. Joven. Sick. Joven. Sounds like a made up name. Fucking Joven. <laughs> fucking Joven, dude. I know, like he just like, he does like blended Joven. I, went uh, to a, it's I love you, man. Yeah, yeah. Right, together. Joven. 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 went to a trance show in Huntington Beach. This is the most made up fucking story. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Was Sean Mendes there? <laughs> um, Spotify is raising its prices, something that will affect three out of the four of us in this room because Seb is the only one that's on Apple. Uh, I think it's on Title. <laughs> something like that. In the US, family plans will change from $15 to $16. What's uh, really going to affect you? Shit, you need a new job. Uh, I got a question. Yeah. How much would you fucking pay for Spotify? 50 30, bucks a 30, month. 30, 50 bucks <laughs> like, a month. Like, it's not. Yeah. It would, be a, it would have so, to be a staggering price for yeah. me to say no to. But this is this is the conversation that we had, though, because everyone in this room is over 30. So we had this conversation with one of our guys who works here who's 23 years old, Dylan. And the idea of Spotify going from $9.99 to $12.99 was like a non-starter for him. No shit. Yeah, because the that generation has never bought a CD. So they don't understand yeah, the value of music, nor do they. Yeah, we still think it's a good deal. Yeah, we, we think still, it's a great deal. That's cheaper than a CD that I would have bought. We were hyped when the CD had two songs. We liked. We thought it was a good value. Bro, like you remember <laughs> buying like I bought like a Smashing Pumpkins single for eight bucks on a yeah. CD, and you're like, yeah. you get some bullshit song on the back. It's so yeah. bad. You, yeah. you push play, and you're like, all right, nope. start it over again. Did, that's like I, singles, yeah. I remember that because I remember like we probably all had the CD books in our cars. Where it was like I remember had like two 100%. of the two hundred ones, and you figure like fuck it, let's say ten bucks to go on that. That's what? dude, you could spend an entire party with somebody's CD book going through it dude, yep. and be like, hey, put this on next. Hey, put oh, this is a it's it's yeah. And it wasn't that long ago. I mean, when I first moved to LA, it was, it was a long time. No, no, when I first moved to LA, so probably like thirteen years ago, I dated a girl <laughs> called Melinda, and she had a incredible CD. Is that book. the same one that uh, killed Lil Peep? No, that's Belinda. Oh, that's Belinda. No, no, she, yeah, no, no, no. She did kill him. She did kill him. Because she's an awful, she's an awful, Stop awful it. human being. Stop it. Um, and she's fat. Um, so, bleep but Melinda, out. however. Back. Um, yeah, please bleep that out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, please. I said she was fat. You're she terrible. is fat. Look at her. You're terrible. He's just concerned for her health. What, is she going to sue us? 
I'm pretty sure she's got some bigger problems on her fucking hands. Uh, <laughs> delete that one. Um, <laughs> I'm going to just skip the whole segment. Fucking hell, what happened to you guys? But you, we got soft. 2021. Yeah, we got soft. 2021, yeah, man. Dude. Wait, that's a good point, though, with like the perception of value. Now it's getting hot in here. Because I would it off and it gets hot. It's fine. Well, thank you. It's my body. It's not. Anyway, the point was that she had a great CD book and that was probably the last time I ever saw a CD book was around that era. But you know when you're right, when someone had like a really good, you know, the the, the 200 oh. the 200 one where had like the mixtapes in them and all that. The, My, the so last, good. Dude, the, last, 200 do, the 200 CD book was like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Just, 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 just so to gnarly. have the book was it was a hundred dollars. Yeah. The last good one I saw was PJ and I's cousin, who's also named Shane, who used to just walk around with his huge book. Like, and it was the best shit ever. Is he like, called Shane the real way or Shane the yeah, fucking he's, he's, way? He's spelled, he's spelled with, uh, the normal way. Did he have the <laughs> CD cover, the, the like the jacket liners inside the, the book? Because you had no, to put it back right. You had to put this that shit back doubled right. Up. No, because he had them doubled up. You had so many. Gotcha. Oh he had the, each side. But yeah, that was the last good one I saw. And you had LimeWire. I remember when, when DJs would, DJs had this. Yeah, CDJs. Now, now, now they come the with the fucking USB sticks. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking uh, nuts. Big, big news out of uh, HBO. The uh, first Game of Thrones prequel series, House of Dragons. House of the Dragons, sorry. Mm. Uh, is, is starting production. Uh, photos have been released. The prequel has officially begun production. Cash grab. It's gonna be HBO really needs it. Yeah, they do. Their yeah. their content's been fucking. Besides Max, which has been kind of rad, like their 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 own Max. content. Oh, HBO Max. Max. Yeah, their their own content's been shit. Yeah, their own <clears throat> their own stuff. Do you have a pen? They haven't they haven't put anything out that's been very good. Sorry, no. And all the all the documentaries are so depressing, dude. They haven't put out a documentary that's like. Yeah, oh. I mean, they just need a hype show, and they don't really have any on their slot. I think they were there's certain shows that they were hoping were going to be bigger, and that just weren't. The one thing I did like that they put out over the pandemic was those two episodes, like those two almost like movie episodes Jason, of Euphoria. I thought those were pretty great. Yeah, we're waiting for Euphoria Dude, to come. I out. can't get into fucking Euphoria. Sorry, like I, some, oh, I love it. I, I like I watch it. And I'm like, it just feels so fucking ham handed to me. No oh, man, you got to watch the whole thing. It's okay. pretty good. Watch it all the way through because Zendaya is amazing. In it. Yeah, she I mean, she absolutely I, steals the show. That, it, the, it's really hard to look at her like when you watch that can. when you watch that whole thing. I thought it's one really of the good. best pieces of TV. I don't know if that was this year or last year. Was the episode where she goes back and hangs out with her dealer, and it, the entire episode is just her, or not her dealer, her um her that wasn't part her of the sponsor. First season. That was but like no, a I know. Special episode, but yeah. she it's a the whole Two episode is just it's all so conversation because dealer. her dealer is the best character in the show. Yeah, her, dealer. her dealer's amazing. Um, what were you saying, dude? I'm, I'm hyped on this. It's got like a bunch of good actors. It's about the Targaryens. It's like takes place like 200 years before Game of Thrones. <laughs> Shut up, Seb. You're so going to be so into this. I've never seen one episode of Game of Thrones. You're a That's liar. You watched the entire last season. Dude, you text all the time oh, yeah, about you playing were fucking about like World of Warcraft and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude. Oh, you yeah. made fun of it. You watched like the last four episodes. And you were like, it's amazing. It. I can't believe yeah. it. I can't believe it's not butter. Dude, if they, it's, I feel like this would be a pretty hard thing to fuck up considering it's like, you yeah. know, it's, a, it's such a genre. Yeah. They're you know, dropping like, so much cash into it. Yeah. It's not it's like dragons and swords and, and shields. you have to think that they learned their lesson from how much everyone despised the ending of the actual show. Yeah, just, well, keep, look at just keep, keep a lot of boobs in look it and we'll be happy. Like, it, season one, great. <laughs> you can argue... The showrunners that, keep them away that, from it. That <laughs> with the success and how great the execution has been, A Better Call Saul, which I actually think is a better show than Breaking Bad, yeah, 100%. really. Agreed. I need to watch this now. <clears throat> you haven't watched 
Better Call Saul. It's so good. Oh, I watched it's the first so episode. It's, and I I, it, Breaking Bad's great. It's not taken away. It's just like considering it's that it's a prequel, and yeah, it's so much. Well, it's like it's it's his character is like, so much more interesting yeah, than they made yeah. it in Breaking Bad. Well, it, 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 they, he I was feel, always like interesting, but just, this one is it's just really well written. So well done. Uh, um, but I think there's a good opportunity for the show. I, I, I'm I'm interested in it. I don't I'm so. all about it. Please, like Game of Thrones. Like if, if up until that last season everyone thought was maybe the greatest show ever. Or at least it's in the running for one of the greatest shows ever. The last season was just, you ever watched it fell off so bad. I think really the last <laughs> so season wasn't that bad. Like, how do you end the show? How do you end that show? I Trust me, I didn't like the end, the, the final episode, but. Yeah, but that's, uh, you, like, like, how does it go out? Like, you can't. How do you go out with a show that's had eyes off. like that? You know what I mean? But they, they I don't know. I mean, it's just, we don't need to rehash it. They just they're wrapped talking it too about, fast. Well, they're talking about doing a continuation now, which they, I'm pretty sure they will because none of the none of those actors are blowing up. Dude, they could really redo that whole last season with the actual writer and people would watch it. The same way the Zack Snyder cut did so well compared to No, the, they're going to redo like John Stark out. Oh, like side the, side character shows you're talking about? No, they're going to do a continuation of Game of Thrones. Oh, like, okay, okay, like, okay. Just yeah. moving forward. But I honestly, I kind of wish more shit like would come out and then if it didn't land, just be like, fuck it, we're rerunning it through. We're going to go hire this dude. Yeah, like we're going to. Yeah. How would that be? I feel like Zack Snyder probably dunked on Oh. Joss Whedon's entire career by that. Oh, yeah, no, but that's Joss a different situation because yeah. you had he had like something else completely already shot, and then these were reshoots. And Josh, oh, yeah, Josh Whedon's a fuck boy. Yeah, he's, he's not doing. <laughs> he too hasn't well. had any good press. Um, Seb, hey, you bought any NFTs yet? Yeah, yeah, man. What did you get? Some Alec Monopoly NFTs. <laughs> uh, LeBron James rookie card ties career record as the highest selling sports card ever at five point two million dollars. Which it's is insane. gnarly. This this is like the third or fourth card to sell for. Like, I think breaking. Mike Trout, Trout card sold for three, four and million. And then the Mickey Mantle one just sold. And then isn't there like a bunch of them? No, that's why they're so. What's happening is certain and certain collectors say there's like the Trout one. There was only four, I think, mm -hmm. and he owned three of them, so he was able to drive the price up for the sale. That's insane. Okay, so sorry. Go back. How does that work? If like when a player comes out and their the cards get released, isn't do they only literally make fucking? Well, depends on the depends on the brand. That depends on the run. This is yeah. like a, a limited edition me. version of mm -hmm. that card. Gotcha. So like all the different card makers have rookie cards, right? That's yeah. that's the highest value. But these are the most limited of the limited cards. So gotcha. like you said, there's mm -hmm. only four in circulation. So they're worth just an obscene amount of money. It's crazy because it's crazy you bring this up because Target sells these like Prism yeah. Panini cards. And I was talking with my Target buddy. Target sells those? Yeah, they oh, do. So you can't even get them. Like they're, they, they, ha they don't even tell the workers there anymore when they're getting the drops because the workers are making deals with people that are sliding them 100, 200 bucks. <laughs> people like you'll see guys yeah. go in and buy these cards and drop them on eBay in box yeah. for three times what they cost. Yeah, well, because the box prices are like right now is listed on like the top five things to be invested in. Right. Closed boxes. Because you hold on to them. You hold on to them. They'll, they keep increasing in price. It's wild. It's a wild time. And, and you don't know if you've actually got anything valuable. That's what makes them so valuable yeah. is the you don't know. So like NBA Top Shots, the NFT version of all this, and those guys are, I mean, they're printing money. They, yeah. they did a drop on Thursday where they released 19,000 of these packs that are NFTs for $100 each. They sell out in an hour. Do the math on that. It's $2 million like yep. that. It's insane how $20. much these And and one of these one of these just got sold like the LeBron one just broke the record on there. It got sold for like a million dollars. 
loved I loved watching LeBron just get roasted for that for that tweet. Then he took it down. Yeah, he took he tried to tweet. dox that cock that cop. Yeah, yeah. What do you do? Yeah, that's a whole other story. Whole Candace other Owens. Uh, uh, LeBron's actually. like a fake social. Like he's. Well, yeah. the problem talk, with talk to the, us about China, LeBron. That's what I was gonna say. LeBron just like LeBron <laughs> had to make your money. LeBron's had a spotless go for the last 20 years being an 18-year-old kid coming yeah. out as the number one recruit, marrying his high school sweetheart. Like the only dirt he had out until this last year was Delonte West allegedly hooking up with his mom. Yeah. One of his players Which on his team. Which is dirt considering that Delonte West is a literal crackhead now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he fucked, he fucked LeBron's mom? Yeah. So that's always been the rumor. That's always been the rumor. That's yeah. the most interested I've ever heard Seb be in sports. Yeah. That's like gangster. Just, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and they were, they were teammates. And so, the Chinese, you know. So... LeBron's massive into training. He's really never had any. He's <laughs> really never had any. He's never had any bad press. No bad PR, which is crazy to think yeah, for a guy. He's done a great job of his stature. He's never. But got lately, caught, caught like sliding into DMs or no, weird dick pics. No, no, no bullshit. Been been a good dad. Yeah, done all the been things. Been with the same girls that's been in the league. Basically a billionaire. I still think, now, he, I think. I still think he banged out Beyonce though. That, I mean, that's that's the other. Room. But I mean, uh, he's done a good job of hiding that stuff, regardless, right? Or yeah. his his PR team's pretty awesome. And then you look at like lately, he's made some really non-informed decisions. Yep. The China thing was a blunder. He backtracked on it because it affected his bottom line. This thing was a bit of a blunder when you see the video of the girl literally stabbing the other girl. I mean, it's just like, I don't know. The whole We could talk for hours about yeah. all of that and I'd prefer not to because... Because honestly, yeah, yeah. we don't need to be weighing in on that shit either. Really, I don't want to weigh. Like, realistically, we don't. That yeah. is actual important things, and we don't talk about important yeah, no, things like, on the show. Things that do not matter. Uh, well, <laughs> while we're talking about sports ball, Seb, uh, I don't know if you heard, but uh, Kobe Bryant, um, actually, who's no longer with us, uh, what happened there? Um, his wife, uh, Vanessa, ended his. What is it? How long? Uh, Too soon. Twenty-two year relationship with Nike. Yeah, something like that. His contract is up. His contract was well, up. He wasn't exactly going to renew it, was he? Well, <laughs> oh, yes, he was. It, Kobe yeah. is actually still the number one. Yeah, most His shoes do highest insane. selling thing. Didn't what, show up. What, Didn't what, fucking what show up. What happened? Like, dude, like it's literally a New Year. He can't be fun. Like that was a good joke. So the Thanks. the, the well, story I'm, goes. I'm with you, Seb. So obviously, since Kobe <laughs> died, his shoes uh, have become really hard to get. Um, Nike's, you know, is, is notorious for the way that they release product. Mm -hmm. Uh, they they don't flood the market. They are very careful about that stuff. Uh, Vanessa Bryan's been very vocal that one of the things that she wants to see changing is that people have more access to issues. So that that's the excuse she's using. <laughs> yeah, that so that allegedly money. she wanted to see some kind of version of the same lifetime contract that LeBron and Tiger have with Nike, which Kobe didn't have. Which I don't know how you would negotiate a lifetime contract. Post, that one, yeah, I'm totally like not making a joke. Yeah, no, it's but like, um, you can't because he's dead. <laughs> The estate still holds the brand, but so, okay. try to keep up. And just typical, I don't want to just even say it. It's just, it's just, it's feels ridiculous. Like, it feels like a cash. So brand. she's, so she's, she's starting, uh, she's going to be launching the Kobe Bryant brand. There's been 13 trademarks uh, filed. Uh, the, tr the, the trademark applications cover Play Gigi's Way, Mamba, Mambasita, Baby Mamba, and Mamba Leagues. But the brand's probably going to be called Mamba. What about Mamba yeah. number five? <laughs> oh my God. That was good. That was good. No death joke, and he still pulled it off. <laughs> well done. Uh, now, I number number. I still five. I still play basketball. I mm -hmm. I have worn Kobe shoes religiously for the last fifth, you know, ten years. However long the low top started coming out. Have you? 
I, not because of his, those the technology in those basketball shoes you are like insane. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're the best basketball <laughs> shoes you can get. Uh, it is a little like a little silly. Like I'm not gonna go buy like she's what is it gonna be like a big baller branch? You know? No, she just wants to put it in fucking Target. Yeah, yeah that's that's where it's going. going. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where it's going. Yeah. Is it going in Target? I'm sure it's something like it it'll be a deal like that. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's, it's hard. It's hard to take any shots at her. She no, lost her husband sad. and her daughter. Yeah, I'm not taking any shots at her. And it's it's fucked up. And if this is what she wants to do, this then is what she, she wants it. to do. But I yeah. do feel like, I mean, objectively speaking, it's a huge mistake pulling away from Nike with the success of the shoe, with the success well, of his legacy. Well, it's a big legacy. mistake. I also think it's a big mistake for Nike a little bit too. Yeah, like, letting yeah. letting the property go. Well, it's their number one shoes. It's their number one selling Especially brand. If, like Adidas was smart and Adidas slid in and I like don't, whatever you it, need, we'll do your we'll do I your mama brand for Adidas. I think, all seriousness, I think it makes I think it makes Nike look way classier. Here's the thing. I here's the thing I want. No, I think it makes them look way. Classier. It would be classier if they gave him a line well, like no, they gave Tiger be, a line and they the gave tiger, Jordan brand a line. Tiger's not dead. Jordan's not dead. So that's that's my point. That's what I'm saying. That's an irrelevant irrelevant argument. You're talking about you're talking about. Why would Nike want to align? Kobe has his own line. Yes, but why would Nike want to continue with a dead athlete? Legacy, because the he's legacy. the number one selling no, 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 no. athlete. Because, because, but you're that. talking about this technology. He's no, part no, of the stop. legacy of the sport. That's but, why. But, yes. but you're talking about this technology in his shoe and stuff, right? That's stuff that he would have signed off on. They can't get that now. The only thing that they can actually possibly reproduce is stuff with his name on, which is just not very classy. No. No, the exact thing about his shoes, they can't he's get any not, of his input. He's not designing any Hold of on. those shoes. He's Are putting his shoes me? on and uh, going, this feels no, great. Bullshit. Bullshit. Okay, Seb. You don't think Kobe had anything to do with the technology that was put in his shoes? Seb. You think he was just like, that's cool, man. Loose concepts, but not. It's dude, still those shoes are concepts. too technical. To, okay, Seb, real quick. Technical. When Jordan dies, yeah. are people going to be overbuying Jordan but stuff? I, no, but I think that's a but, different. That's a different. That's, that's a different that's category. The same Here's legacy. how it works. Here's yeah. how it works. Yeah. So I've worked with athletes before. Nobody the size of Kobe, but especially when it comes to shoes, the majority of the time. Say if you're Nike. So Nike's R&D department is legendary for the stuff that they're working on. And the different things is like laceless te technology and the different materials and the fucking cushions, whatever. Yeah. More than likely what helicopter they're doing tech. is having these helicopter tech. Uh, they're having these design meetings where they're showing him a bunch of new technology and he's going, hey, I really want my shoe to be lower to the ground. That stuff's pretty dope. That stuff's pretty dope. And the designer's going, okay, cool. Comes back to him with the design, and that's how the technology but works. But do you not see not how him important going, like, that is? Though. He's not designing. He's not designing a patented technology. Are you so. undermining how important those decisions are, though? No, no, absolutely no. not. Come on, I'm saying no. like they, Kyrie but Irving. But can could you do see why Nike thing. wouldn't want to do that without his input? That's. I don't think that. that and also, wasn't you don't, it. That none wasn't of us, it. none of you guys, have proof that that's even how the concept went down. That these are just all speculation. You don't have. You don't have proof either. Uh, no, you I, don't. I, know <laughs> I don't have proof. But okay. I, think, I think. I think that it's more likely that he has some input than no input. He okay. Well, does. here's here's a perfect example. His wife is running I, the estate, and his wife having input and continuing the legacy would actually probably be more of a classy move by Nike. He's than, part of the legacy of basketball. If yeah, Jordan right. died, if Jordan would have died before the Jordan brand came out. Can you you imagine how different Nike basketball looks without the Jordan? Okay, so, 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 name, so name me another athlete who has a post hominess brand. There isn't one. There's a reason why there isn't one because, because it's not very cool. Because well, no, no, no. That's also <clears throat> not fair though because they really didn't start the yeah. the name brands until Jordan. Till Jordan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So anything before like Muhammad Ali, like what's you know what I mean? But our kids after so this and this is a fully serious question. In 20 years, kids who didn't Drink grow up watching Kobe. <laughs> Go brand with Michael J. Fox. Um, but in 20 years, are kids who didn't grow up watching Kobe going to understand who Kobe was? Well, he's like, I'm yes. not a sports guy, so I don't 
Yeah, he'll still it be will. relevant. Okay. And there'll be Kobe will yeah. have his moment with like a, like last dance where schmucks like Seb watch and like oh fucking Jordan. Kobe, Kobe, listen as diehard Clipper fans on this side of the room. Yep, I just guys like, who I watched, like grew up watching player, Kobe just destroy the league on the other side of the aisle. He's one of the top five greatest players ever. Yeah. And you mm. legacy wise, you can't really touch it. Mm. Well, I don't think I, I, he's not top five. He's not top five. He's not top five. All right, top ten. Top ten. He's in top ten. He's I don't think. Not, I don't think Nike. I think Nike. What about right top move. eight? I can see Maybe why. Eight, can not, you just at least see five. my argument of why they wouldn't want to do it? I see it. I disagree with it. Okay, yeah. well, it's okay. it's not a good argument. Uh, <laughs> well, great. So I think his legacy is going to really survive really well in Target in the fucking nine ninety nine section. But you know, whatever you think's best. But that's well, what that's I, what we're, that's saying. What we're saying. You're arguing we're the opposite. We're saying this is not a good look for his legacy with his wife taking it away from Nike. Yes. Yeah, I think, but I think it's just it's just a bad look overall. Yeah, it's an, it's a lose lose. I agree. We agree with that on that one. But uh, you think it doesn't? They don't. They would have lost less if Nike stayed with them. Did you guys just disagree to agree? You guys, you have to look at it this way. <laughs> Nike makes the greatest advertisements on the planet. No one could not honor just, his yeah, legacy cool. hold on, further. Hold on. Cool. Hold on. No one. And could, then where do they get the new pictures on. from? When it comes to basketball, they also make the best product as well. They also yeah. make the best product. No but one would honor. Where do they his... get any of the Jesus new Christ. shit from? Because he's dead. What? They're the designers. They're R and D. They have a. They have an infrastructure. How could you wear a shoe that he's selling a shoe when you know he's never worn it? Literally, They're very. You, you do just you put it on. Does that mean? Bands that have broken up or like aren't like you know. He's probably a size all, 15. No one in this room fits in his shoe. Like like, what is your argument? Don't walk a mile in his shoe. Well, one of the one of the. One of the casualties of the pandemic was good movies. A lot of movies either that were supposed to come out over the last year uh, yeah, been bad. got pushed back or they were kind of like soft released. Either and on Tenet HBO was Max, fucking garbage. At least Godzilla made it. Uh, yeah, at least, at least we got to see Godzilla. Uh, but one of the movies I was really excited for last year that has not come out yet still, uh, Wes Anderson's The French Dispatch. Yep. Uh, stars Benicio Del Toro, Timothy Chalamet, Adam Driver. Uh, Antonio Vera. No, no, uh, sorry, not, not Adam Driver. <laughs> Tilda Swinton, Bill Murray, Adrian Brody. A great, 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 great cast. Um, it's a fucking will be amazing cast. Finally, be premiering uh, at Cannes 2021. So we're gonna see the movie soon. I can I honestly say that I am. I have Wes Anderson fatigue. I have. No, not you don't been have Wes Anderson fatigue. You're just not a fan. No, I love Wes Anderson. I love his stuff. What I just talked about it before. You don't really like it the way most people like Wes Anderson. I loved Royal Tenenbaums. I loved his early That's his stuff. Greatest film, but. It's it's steadily been a decline. It's the same no. narrative over and over. I, 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 I what was the one with what was the Darjeeling 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 Limited is great. The uh, hotel, uh, um, but Bob Chevalier, Chevalier, Chevalier. no, not Hotel Chevalier. Uh, the one with Ray Fiennes is yeah, Grand Budapest. Grand Budapest, yeah, great fucking flick. It's brilliant. He's a great filmmaker. Yeah. Isle of Dogs sucked. I'll give you that. Isle, Isle of Dogs, Dogs sucked. Brutal. I tried to watch it the other Was that day. The cartoon They're just one? not yeah. as rewatchable as, they, as, as his older stuff to me. Was Bottle Rocket him too? Yeah. yeah. Bottle movie. Rocket's great. I'll give you that though. Like it, it, it is hard to revisit unless you've given a lot of time in between. Like you can't just, like, you can't rinse. Yeah, no one watches a fucking. Oh, like, I, 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 I rinse uh, Life Aquatic. Life Aquatic is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, but that's I think Tanner so, Bombs is the, best one. The, but I the camping Life one was brutal. Really? That one sucks. That yeah. one sucks. That one's that's what I mean. The last creepy. few have just been. Creepy. I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. I, hopefully he gets his mojo back. I really hope because Life Aquatic, that whole era was just. I mean, his mojo from like twenty years ago. The guy's been consistently killing it since like 2000. I mean, it's a pretty long run. Because um, Grand Budapest was fuck. That was Grand his Budapest last one that like I really enjoyed. It was, yeah. yeah. No, it was, it was like, I think, 
I still can't believe different. you guys think Nike. You're just stupid. You guys are fucking stupid. Yeah. The guy who, the guy Nike's who, not going to be able to design shoes now that Kobe's gone. <laughs> fucking idiot. I, just don't, see, I don't understand how you can't see how distasteful that is. The guy who calls it sports ball is lecturing I'll the other how, people. I'll tell you how, how why not because by writing his checks to his wife every month. All right, let's go in or out. We haven't done in or out in a long time. Are you guys excited? Yeah. Excited. You said, do you remember the rules? Yeah. Super complicated. <laughs> First up, Shelly. Used to be FK Drum. Changed his name. Uh, the track is called All Pride Aside. All right. And if you Sounds like some Shane Garbage right? I'll pride aside mm. Shelly, aka FK Drum, <clears throat> featuring Summer Walker. I'll pride aside. Seb, why don't you just, uh, we're, we're on pins and needles. Are you in or out? <laughs> Fucking out. It's average bullshit. It's garbage. It'll just sound like everything else next. Jason, are you in or out? I'm in. I back in. Of course he is. I'm in. Smooth. It's got a little D'Angelo Brown. Yeah, yeah, D'Angelo Brown sugar vibes. Yeah. Full uh, that's yes. exactly what I thought. I, need, yeah. I, I trust a lot PJ's. Of brown PJ's. PJ's in the room with us. Anyone doesn't realize. Oh, yeah. PJ's, PJ's in, the in the room. PJ in the house today. PJ, what do you think? I thought it was good. Oh, for fuck's sake, PJ. Thank you. Thank you. So you made a decision on the first note, dude. You're like, oh, this fucking sucks. It just Started sounded like every you. fucking thing else. What is, what how is everything how else? How does music sound good anymore now that Kobe's dead? <laughs> fucking I don't know. Maybe we should get a deal with Nike. Uh, <laughs> fucking A. All right. What what part of uh, electronic music does Chemical Brothers technically fall under, boys? Uh, uh, pioneers. Oh, pioneers. Pioneers, whatever. Um, uh, Chemical Brothers. Grand, grandfathers? Rave. Grandfathers. Uh, new track by Chemical Brothers, The Darkness That You Fear. This is either gonna be amazing or fucking god awful. Darkness That You Fear by the Chemical Brothers. Bonner, Oops. start us off. Fucking, okay, I'm in. I'm super in. Like, that made me miss. The video is real fucking hard. The video is insane. The, that one drum breakdown would kind of, like, if that had gone on much longer, it would weird. How long is that song? It's like six minutes long. Perfect. I'm in. Yeah. Fucking good. 
It's a fire track. Yeah, dude. The greatest duo in dance music is Chemical Brothers number one, Soul Wax number two, Just East number three. They're the best. They're the best. I'm not mad at that list. It's a good top list. Three. It's a good list. Top three of duos. Uh, yeah. I love it. It's sick. It's great. I wanted to hear more of it. He need they need to do a track with Robin. Oh fuck. I, yeah. I feel like that that should have been Robin in that song and it would have been Singing way bigger. Yeah, yeah, that would have been fucking. I love good. the song though. It's great. I love the Chemical Brothers. They're they, like one of the best. They're one of the best. You've got like uh Chemical Brothers, uh Fatboy Slim, uh I guess Junkie XL kind of. They're like as far as like electronic movie soundtracks, they're the mm. best. Like you get Moby, Ke- Moby of course too. Yeah. Chemical yeah. Brothers also. Uh, I don't know if you've, uh, well, I don't know if any of you have seen them live, but they are by far yep. some of the best. Watching them live is incredible. They stand back to back and they're just doing this fucking it's that, excellent. That's what I, I sent this to get linked to you guys earlier. I thought this week about the the video and the way they. They continue to innovate at the age that they are. Yeah, they've been a visual so standpoint. Long, yeah. They gotta be like fifty. They gotta be their fifties. Yeah, I mean, we had a client reference them the other day about how just like stunning their visuals. They've done are a great job with their brand consistently. Too. They, yeah. they've also just they've not never... overproduced. I feel yeah, like aging out is gonna like, be a lot different these days because of all like the visual mediums and things like mm-hmm. that. Like having to stay relevant. I think if you don't push it, yeah, and if you're not like a fucking like rocks like not to be like cliche or it's like rock star fucking drug life, and you're like just looking like fucking hell. I think you can. I think you'll yeah. be able to hold on to the game a lot longer with a lot of different genres. Yeah, they're probably vegans and shit now. Yeah. They look like vegans, but still do a lot of drugs. Uh, next up uh, is is Wait, one of Jason. Wow, was that a four for four? Four for four. You guys were all at oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah. PJ's yeah, definitely yeah. in. Five PJ for five. Too. I saw PJ bouncing his head uh, like he was in fucking. That was uh, great. I actually, by the way, this is the first time we've recorded with PJ in the room. I like well, the old days. The oh, old days. Jay size back. No, but Finally. this is what's great about having him in the room. This? <laughs> Not on air, dickbag. So no, we definitely did just talk about it on air because I was like, yeah. "Hey, PJ's in the room." No, the best part about him being in the room here Welcome is back, he's our tiebreaker, man. He yeah, could be a, he yeah, could be yeah, a tiebreaker yeah. vote in this. I love it. That's going to yeah. be ever uncomfortable for you. Yeah. Oh, not at all. Because we always agree, anyways. Uh, and you stuff. know what? Today is really great because PJ's in the room. <laughs> Hi. I know, it's crazy. You guys would think that I'm the one that's been doing meth for the last year with the way I forget things. Um, I haven't done meth in a long time. <laughs> a long time. Uh, next up, The Weeknd and Ariana Grande, Save Your Tears, the remix. That's a remix. This one. Met you once under a Pisces moon. I kept my distance because I know that you don't like when I'm with nobody else. I couldn't help it. I put you through hell. That's Save Your Tears Remix. The two best voices in pop music, I think, personally, right now, made the most unimpressionable. Whatever song, I think it's a complete. I'm gonna waste. jump in right after you because I want to pile on that. 
The weekend is just really. It's not that he's doing anything wrong, but it's just so boring. He's bland. Yeah. So but bland. He, listen to both their voices. Their voices are by far phenomenal. And he's even doing like you know, it's, it's cool. Just like it's, cool it's a cool synth beat, but it's still boring. It's just like whatever. The video's like a Rick and Morty knockoff, like, but it's still boring. You know what they should have done? They should have done some fucking Fleetwood Mac cool and response shit with their yeah. two vocals. Are being killed. So you're going out. Actually, not bad idea. Or you're going, going out. I'm, go, I'm going, going out. I'm going out. I'm out. I'm out on that. I want like when I came on, I wanted to like it, and that it just it didn't get like it didn't it didn't it was there it didn't build up and go anywhere. Like it's it was like waste. fucking cool. Like all right. waste. Like I mean it it was on in the background of a movie. I Jason, forget about the it. champion of the weekend's new stuff. What do you think? You know what? <clears throat> you guys aren't gonna believe it, but I'm completely out. I, oh shit! I am in a place with him at this juncture where he needs to do his. Drake album produced by Black Coffee. He needs to do his album to yeah. like go experiment again. Like no, do something. To, but it's hard like, to say that because the 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 whole, the, 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 the benchmark the the first line share of his career was was, was experimental incredible. was in experimental R and B. But, but most people stopped, don't know that. But he's tapping into and, and it's, it's just fine. boring. No, well, this is this is fun. It's gonna make him tons, tons of, money. of money. He's gonna tour his ass off. He's yeah. still gonna sell out stadiums. Ga- He's gonna do whatever he has to yeah. do. But guarantee eighty percent of people that have the weekend on their on their playlists or whatever haven't ever heard of House of Balloons. House of Cards. Oh, hundred percent. House of Balloons. I don't even think that's on Spotify. No, I I know. I, but I'm with yeah. you. I would if that's the smart thing to do is take a step back yeah. and go back to. And listen, House I'm not mad Blues. at him because yeah, he's in money. his mind, I he's think he's- getting bigger and bigger with every album. Like, he's doing not... these songs over and over, and I'm hoping he's doing these so he can take that risk and like really go for it and put he's something out. He's the biggest oh. male singer in the world, right? Who's bigger than him? I think so at the moment. He's got to be the number one. Yeah. Pops, pop-wise, pop probably, yeah. He's bigger than Sean, yeah. not making a joke, but he's bigger than Sean Mendes. He's bigger <laughs> than any of the- Bieber He's bigger probably than... close. Yeah. yeah, Bieber, maybe. Yeah. Him or Bieber. But like, but Bieber's popular for being Bieber. Like, Bieber's Bieber a traditional pop star. No, no one really. Huge, yeah, no Bieber one, hasn't had huge songs in his. No one goes. Like yeah, this. no one goes. Bieber's really talented. They just like Bieber because of Bieber. Weekend's yeah. legitimately talented. Bieber's legitimately no, Bieber's talented. talented. What is yeah. that argument? No, but he is legitimately. I just don't think Bieber's like, had any bangers in a while. That's the problem. I think that the uh, thing like we're all saying as an the adult, he hasn't had any bangers. We I almost mean, expect more out of the weekend, which is kind of a fucking shitty place to say. But it's like, yeah, you want to you like wow me. Because you can, but you're not. Yeah, I, and no that's weekend. and that's the uh, that's the. And I would love to be a yeah. like, pop star of that and size. Ariana is just she, her voice is still just incredible. Her voice is amazing. She well, got, here, here's the argument for Bieber though, right? He just put out that song "Peaches," which did really well, 300 million streams. Oh, Jesus, he's massive. God, he's, dude. He's, I, his his five his last five. Except so he got caught last with his last one juking the stats. Though remember, oh, yeah. Yeah. he got caught with he got got bad on that one. You got God Bieber. I mean, this album that he put out. This year, the top five tracks all the worst track has 162 million. And he streams. gets to go to bed with fucking what's oh, her name? Be- I mean, Baldwin. Haley. What Haley. do you think that smells like? Well, according to our friend, she smells amazing. I can imagine she does. She yeah. probably smells like Alec, 1989, like just nice, just Old Spice. Yeah, oh. and it would still be amazing. Yeah. Uh, next up, well, I know it's Stevens' kid. It's Stevens' chick. Stevens' kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. Us, like, Uncle Alec. She Alex. Calls him. She likes to call him Uncle Alec. Uncle Alec. Yeah. Uh, Dev Never from uh, 88 Rising. Um, Are we three for three? No. no, we disagreed on the first track. One person didn't like. The first uh, one person track. liked the first track. Oh. Uh, next up, Dev Never. The track is "Sorry." I'm a passenger. I'm stuck on you. Be the codeine, morphine flowing through my veins. Just can't get enough. Get lifted. 
rocket ship, you're my outer space I'm the passenger, I think I'm feeling small Lose myself until I disappear Do you feel tall? Knowing you're the reason that I'm fucked up Blackout drunk at another party Big shit rock star, but I think you're boring Now I'm gone, moved on, yeah I'm never sorry I'm never sorry Fucked up, blackout drunk at another party I can change. No, that hook was it, fucking gangster. Dude, when, it, when she, re, when she revised it, gangster. no, it, no, it, it was, was a traditional pop song that she was doing some interesting stuff it with. Sounded like, it sounded like lazy Lily Allen for the first fucking 20 it seconds. It sounded anything like Lily Allen, but when she, re, when she revised that, exactly it goes back into the chorus. You sighed. It's so good. I did. Two I, words into the song. I snored. Yeah. I snored, actually. And um, it was pretty garbage the first 20 seconds, but that hook came in and it was brilliant. The hook saved it. The hook saved it. I, lo I loved it. I'm in. I'm in. This is Shane's. This is Shane's darling. I'm in. I'm in. She's great. That's a fucking. That's a great track. Awesome. Yeah, song. it's a really good. PJ, song. did you like it? I'm um, whatever. It sounds whatever, like right? yeah. 24 sounds year like old a... out on oh, man. town in Fullerton. It, it sounds like the new lead down. single from the new Euphoria season two. Yeah, it sounds like a. <laughs> you know, it does sound like. Yeah, I see what what he's saying about that 24 year old. That gave me the same vibes I had when I was like 16 listening to Dashboard. I was like, dude, fuck yeah. Can we spin it again? Can we have another one? Can we spin uh, it again? I think it deserves another one. I can't. I already X'd out of it. Sorry. Oh, okay. I'm going to be rinsing that one on the way home. Yeah. Just in the dark. It's a fucking jam, yeah, I'm never man. sorry. We're all W's except for PJ's a, a half W. I'm I just saw. indifferent. He's indifferent. Uh, last Aged up, like fine wine. That's all. Which will lead us into uh, our album review. But um, Brock Hampton, Count On Me is the track. You look so different to me It's like you barely even know me You was missing for me I swear I'm tired of feeling lonely Like fill my song, trill my boy Keep it in my A far too long, so far Now catch the compensation Change the conversation Dollars all I'm chasing Ain't talking money, fuck is you saying Non-comprehensive money finish sentences No I ain't sensitive, nigga Just highly offended It'll be okay, no matter what they say about us It'll be okay That is Count On Me by Brockhampton, the lead single off their new album, Roadrunner. Uh, Jason, start us off. Um, I think, you know, we're, we're looking at the notes here. Pitchfork gave this a 7.4. Enemy gave the it The album, not the, the song album. that we just listened to. Enemy gave the, a, three net, a 3 out of 5. This song is good. It's all right, yeah. The it's, album, it's I think the ratings shit. on these albums is like spot on. It didn't give me the same feeling the last two did, yeah. where I was like fucking hyped, like what is this? This is fucking new and fresh, and let's go. And this was just like, yeah, this, this is a seven point. This is a seven. This is. I think we're a C. all. Well, I think we're all like Brock Captain fans, right? Yeah, 
Well, and I, th- I mean, since we started this podcast, that's probably been one of the first like upcoming universal through lines that we've just <laughs> all been in love with going back to, you know, when they released the iridescence. Um, yeah, this, al- I really liked the last album, Ginger. And then obviously I think iridescence is great. I even like the Kevin abstract, his last solo project. Yeah. I, I'm with you, Jay. So the out, al- this album's not bad. It just doesn't, it does feel like their shtick is starting to run its course. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Here's the, my, my honest <clears throat> critique of this album is this album felt like they did a, what, seven-album deal, Seb? Yeah. And this felt like, we want to get the fuck out of this contract. Same. Well, guess what? You're right, because they have one more album on this deal, and they're claiming that Broadhampton's done, and they're going to release the second album this year. Mm. Yeah, it feels like they have, like, I think that we, we talked about it, right? They have hundreds of songs written. Yeah. And, and song it feels like, like they're like, we're going to give you I think these guys what are, we think are the best They're versions. big, and a lot of them are being pulled in different directions. Yep. And, and They want to uh, ro- go solo. I will solo. say this video is pretty funny, because in the video, it's uh, Lil Nas X and Dominique Fike driving around Hawaii, uh, making fun of Radiohead, <laughs> and then making out. Uh, it's a pretty funny video. That's uh, good. This, I mean, this that song is it's the song it's is fine. So, it's solid, fine. But, it's, but I agree that that the album. There's nothing where it like. Cause I remember when off Ginger that title track Ginger. Oh, Ginger is great. Fuck yeah. that thing jumps out like and there's so much like yeah, it was it was like a mood. It was like wow, dude. Like I I hadn't heard anything like this. It yep. was angry. It was raw. And this felt like okay. Well, here's the songs that we didn't put on the last two albums Fully. that we still had written. Well, Let's do you remember they released here. like uh, that like pandemic pack where they released like six tracks during the pandemic? They have a lot of shit, you're right. Uh, like you said, Pitchfork gave it a 7.4. Um, they said Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine, the boisterous yet sensitive hip hop collective's sixth album keeps this focus on melody and economy, resulting in their most impressive record. This is Brock Hampton at their most efficient, pairing back the instrumentals and will be on attempts at self-examination. I do disagree with that a little bit. I don't think it's their most impressive record, but yeah. no. I think what's going to happen. But what's going to happen with them is we're going to get one more album that's going to be in the same zone as this. It's not going to be that impressive. It's going to be old stuff. They're just trying to get out of this deal. They're going to go to their solo thing. Probably one or two of them is going to have a good solo career, maybe into the producing lane, and everyone's going to be fiending for a Brockhampton record in like four or five years. And jump or, or it'll yeah, it'll be like they'll be like what Wu Tang was for us when Wu Tang would get back 100%. together, and mm-hmm. people were really excited for it. If they can get off their shifts at Starbucks. No, they they sounded pretty massive. Those guys, the kids are all doing okay right now. Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> at least six of them are fucking making frappuccinos at the weekend. Like, oh <laughs> in a year, guaranteed. In a year, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I'll have a lemon loaf, please. So we are because we haven't because we haven't been recording. We realize that these albums are brand new, but we they they came out over the course of our hiatus. Uh, next up, Kings of Leon. Um, they're now considered probably a legacy rock band. Yeah, I think. No, not legacy. Uh, they're very. They're one of the biggest rock bands of the two thousands. Yeah, the, I don't for think, a ten year span, I don't they're one. Of, really, are we really counting two thousands as legacy still? I don't think so. Absolutely. Just for uh, just for ago, just for clarity's sake, just for to slap Seb in the face here. They got fifteen million for six albums. So they got two and a half million an album. That's that's not Starbucks money. And there's still royalties involved too. Like there's still it's not a flat fee. That was just the upfront. Yeah, yeah. and I think got fifteen. And touring, <laughs> and they're doing okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, their touring's doing fucking great at the moment. They're like selling out numbers everywhere, left, right, and center. Oh, uh, so, so King, much merch on so the road. So Kings of Leon, uh, they fucking released uh, "When You See Yourself." Um, 
Uh, Pitchfork gave it a 4.8. Can we talk about wow. this for a second? Really? Legacy? Legacy? I'm, I'm, I this think is a real debate. I think Kings of, Leon are, Kings of Leon are definitely a legacy act at this point. So does that mean that the really? Strokes are legacy? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah okay, definitely. Okay. Strokes are legacy, okay, for sure. Okay, definitely. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just, just wondering what our benchmark is. Okay. Have you seen Julian Casablancas lately? They're definitely legacy. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Pitchfork gave it a 4.8. They said, forget about the Southern Strokes or the Southern U2. They've now spent most of their career as the Southern Post Antics Interpol. A band desperately clinging to a sound that stopped working, trying to write <laughs> songs that soar, but capable only of ones that wallow. That's fucking Damn, that's brutal. That's that brutal. Kicking the balls. God, Pitchfork, brutal. Pitchfork is like, if Seb could articulate his thoughts... That is that is like Pitchfork <laughs> in a nutshell. Not fucking around on that one, Pitchfork. And then Rolling Stones, who's just throw softballs, give it a three and a half stars out of five. Saying, is anyone like Peter Travers? No one, no one goes Rolling Stones. No one takes Rolling Stones. If seriously. you're looking for the woo-woo payoffs, the Kings do so well. This record might surprise you. Even at their most sweeping, these songs brood and meander a bit. Means Oft nothing. Often in interesting directions. <laughs> means like, nothing, you're right? You're right. It means nothing. nothing. Uh, Three and a half out of five is not good if I'll we're start. being real. But. Kings yeah. of Leon, Kings of Leon are without a doubt one of the most formative musical acts in my lifetime in the sense of where they sit in my timeline. Uh, every single one of their albums up until the, the, the shitty one... Um, all of the last. What are you the talking one, about? The, the ones with "Sex on Fire" and all, I hate that album. Oh, you hate those ones. That was the ones when they so when they really got big. Well, but their other stuff. Can we talk to you about why they got big? Only then? by night or whatever. Only so, by night. And, but so they they <clears throat> they are famous. So they were really really hard to sign, right? In the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, I know the story. They they were really hard to sign, obviously with Molly Chambers and all the other. Blah, 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 blah. Um, King of the Rodeo, great song. Such a great song. They notoriously wouldn't write with anyone. Mm -hmm. That's what they were famous for. They would not write. They with would anyone. only. They would only work with the, that dude that from fucking wherever they're from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like they're like yeah, hometown they're engineer. Yeah. And uh, then Sex on Fire, that album, was, they finally caved, and the label yeah. was able to put them as songwriters. And to be fair, I also don't think that's the best Kings of Leon album because I am a genuine day one Kings of Leon fan. But it was the thing that catapulted them to col to colossal status. Correct. But it's just uh, kind of funny. Use, use Somebody is like one of the biggest songs of that decade. Yeah, and I mean, oh, it's, yeah. uh, Use Somebody, if it wasn't and done by Kings of Leon, I'd really like it probably. Yeah, you're just disappointed you know I mean? that Kings of Leon are doing this. Now. I'm annoyed that Kings of Leon did it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but that being said, like, uh, I randomly, Bonner turned me on to their last album before this that just I had never noticed, Walls or whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, pretty Walls. good album, pretty enjoyable album. A lot of good tracks on it. Like, it's a good time. Dude, that was five years ago that album came out. But that, yeah. But Rock was really well and truly dead five years sure. ago. Sure. Yeah, but that, like, that album going back, like, there's there's a lot of sleepers on it where it has, and because that's, I listened to this last album, they're new, the, the whatever the fuck, the When You See Yourself When album. You See Yourself, yeah. And it's, it. I think they, Pitchfork actually is pretty accurate on it. Pretty, like, yeah. It's, it's there. It's like rock and roll elevator music, like whereas like song. I don't know. I feel like this this is kind of like a theme <clears throat> with that kind of this this kind of like genre of music where you really can. I oh, I feel like it's it's almost a given to me that like think about like Foo Fighters. Yeah, like albums ones and two were amazing. Kind of McKings and Leon album ones and two was amazing, but, and then it just kind of went a bit too big. And I understand how people they got bigger and it did its purpose, but it wasn't. So can I steal your one liner about this album because it's, oh, it's oh, yeah, so yeah. good? Go for it. It's so on point. No, you know you say it. 
Because yeah, PJ only, told me this before PJ I listened to the mic. album, and I listened to it, and I couldn't. I was like, "Wow, that is, could not be more spot on." Go ahead. I'm, I'm getting all nervous because I don't even remember what I said. So go for <laughs> it. They, they sound <laughs> like they went from being le- like legitimate, you know, uh, hungry rock stars or rockers to making music for for high end dinner parties. Hundred percent, and that's what it sounds like. Like they're wearing, they're walking in their Saint Laurent jeans and their custom boots. Yeah. And their Gucci sport coats, and right. their you know, and their their surface by air, you know, wovens, and then they're like you know, and they're and they're fucking rich. They're huge yeah. now. Like they're they're they no longer to, like the sweaty kids from from wherever they're from. Okay, yeah. they, they all used to have long hair because they couldn't afford to get the haircut. Now they have long hair because. But I I also think that's what's so impressive about the killers, because yes. the killers moved into that same zone, right? Where they can basically True. do their play stadiums, they can do whatever they want, but the music didn't suffer the same way a the lot of the production. killers are more believable. But killers are also have had bigger high points than the Kings of Leon, though. I, Hot Fuss is bigger than anything the Kings of Leon. Okay, but I think, but I, think, I think killers are more genuine than Kings that's of Leon now. And I, I, that sounds weird for me to say because the first... Yeah. Well, the well, killers have never had a underground rock record either. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but that... The, killers the killer, have never only been big in Europe. But the killers are... The, the, you know what you're getting with them and you've known what you're getting with the killers since day one. That hasn't changed. Their formula hasn't changed. Whereas Kings of Leon's formula has well, completely 180. And also a big difference. Uh, Brandon, you, Brandon Flowers would never walk off stage because he was drunk or tired. Yeah. Or, no, or I mean, shit like, like that. They would never start throwing punches at the, you know. 100%. But also there's things about Kings of Leon, like about the, what's the Caleb Followell or what's the lead singer's name? Caleb. Caleb, right? Like I like that shit too, though. Like I like the fact that they're like they're like that. But I think, know, that's, I think that's where they lost. I don't think they're as angsty as they used to be. Like sure, I think, but it, that's the problem with everyone. That's like the fun. That's like, called having that's, money. That's, that's well, what it becomes like, a business. Like, it will be also Bono can't write old. about doing doing heroin, being a heroin addict in Ireland anymore because he's building his seventy million dollar pool after Octum Baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody faces that that ra- rappers out. face the, it the worst, right? Rappers are the worst ones because you can't like. You well, don't I think that, that's a really good segue into our next next topic. Uh, well, so were we all feel the same about the Kings of Leon album before we I think go we're to the all next? On point. Yeah, we, we uh, all we all believe in that narrative, though, right? We're all kind of on. on I like the, I like the song "Waves." I think that's a really good song. Yeah, on the rest of the album though is very forgettable. Can we can we take a minute to appreciate how horrible that opening track is on that? Oh, album? this oh, is it's so it's fucking one of the bad. worst yeah. opening <laughs> tracks Terrible. I've heard. It's bad. And can we all can we all do something tonight? Can we all go? Can Trust? we all do a little bit of homework and go back listen to? The first Kings of Leon album on our way home. It's just so good. Uh, they're the album. It's the, just the, so I, good. I can't think of what it's called. The album they came out with before the big album that broke them. Uh, where the, where the, the opening, where the opening, yeah, because of the kind of the opening tracks about uh, getting the chick pregnant. Yeah, yeah. That's Not, like that track is that like fun. fucking amazing. That whole album is nuts. Molly Chambers is on that one too, I would, right? But I would argue that fucking no, Molly Chambers. On the the albums that. right after their only the night, like come uh, come around the sun, like or come around sundown. That album's fucking good too. Like it's a different vibe, but I think like. Yeah, this last album was just fucking. And also, Bonner, like we, where we, when we were in our twenties, geographically, that Kings of Leon vibe was fucking massive. Yeah, like, yeah. What was the local band that was like Kings of Leon that every, that Fistal would always hire out? Japanese Motors. No, no, no. <laughs> they were like a fucking bad version of Kings of Leon. I can't think of it. Oh God, it did really well. Yeah, because the times <laughs> is a jam, though, dude. <laughs> Knocked up was the track I was thinking of. Like, McFearless is great. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about it, man. Uh, Get into it. Two weeks ago, the legend, Darkman X, DMX, uh, had an overdose, heart attack. What they said, like 25 minutes of that oxygen to his brain, mm-hmm. yeah. went into a coma. Uh, it was 
I think he lasted like four or five days and they pulled the plug. Yeah. He died. Uh, last weekend, this last weekend, they had a huge service for him where they drove his casket through Yonkers and parts of New York and really fucking cool. Um, DMX, like we've, uh, okay, where does DM, where does DMX sit for you guys? Ranking, because it's, it's pretty easy to rank DMX. I think for, for anybody that grew up in the 90s, it's yeah. pretty easy to rank DMX. Early DMX is one of the greatest rappers of all time. Yeah. Flesh yeah. of my flesh, blood of my blood. It's dark and hell is hot. Both came out in 98. And then there was Same X. Same year. Yeah, 98. And then there was X. And then there was X was good, but those first two albums- Well, X going to give it to you. And then had, there was X, had his mo- had, had, but that had all of his big jams. Big I'm with, jams. I'm with you on the other- t- I really, Blood Is My Blood doesn't have that many songs on it. Good songs. Mm, I disagree. I mean, he- It's a great album, but- Like, he collaborated with Marilyn Manson on that album. It was just like, he just didn't give a fuck. Like, he went- that. Remember- my parents did not want me to have that album because he's covered in blood. Mm-hmm. It was like the thing that you wanted to hide from your parents. It was so different. I was listening to uh, Russell Simmons talk about how DMX basically saved Def Jam at that time. Mm. They were in a really weird spot. They needed something to hit and they had he- and he had heard it and it was just this like angry, raw. He's yelling. He's barking. It was so different. Like it, it kind of exists in the same place that I look at like 90s early 90s rock where you're screaming things like, do you know who you are? Like he had that mm-hmm. like rock and roll mm-hmm. vibe to yeah, him. Yeah, he did. Where it was just like, you couldn't get away with barking on a track right now. You were genuinely scared of him. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was just like, fucking, it, it, like you wouldn't well, want to fuck with Rough Riders and him. Like, and he that wasn't, was like, and he wasn't, and the interesting part about him is he wasn't, that was the era of gangster rappers and he wasn't a gangster rapper though. No. That was what was interesting about him. He it, was angry and it was brash and it just like, it, I don't know, man. It was just that moment in time. It was crazy. Well, I also think it's interesting too because when DMX popped was like two years after or a year and a half after Tupac died. Mm -hmm. And physically, they have a lot of similarities. And I think at first people were like, this is the next Tupac because he looks like Tupac, except he's from New York and he's kind of like, he's got to be big and he's profound and all this shit. He's acting too. Yeah, Yeah, he turned into like a kind of a, Kind of a very entertaining actor. I wouldn't say a good actor, but wasn't he in Romeo Must Die? Yeah, Romeo Must Die and Cradle to the Grave, and oh, then of Cradle course Belly. Belly, yeah. Belly's yeah. the shit. Yeah. Um, and where he went with his first two albums, and I still think it's Dark and Hell's Hot. You can never fuck with. There's uh, the intro to that album is better than songs on most people's albums. Uh, mm-hmm. Is is phenomenal. Um, and it just sucks because, like, I know that we've joked, not joked, but, like, it's been a well-known fact that DMX smokes crack. Yeah. <laughs> this entire time. Yeah. He still smokes crack. Will Runzo came on one yeah. time and told us this amazing DMX story about DMX doing drugs at his dorm and tearing up his house. Yeah. Like. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, well, and they, they, the autopsy said that it was crack, cocaine, lace with fentanyl is what caused mm. it, is what they're saying. So. I mean, he was 52. Like, your body can only do. And he's been smoking crack since he was 14. Yeah. It's like you know, and he and it's I. For the crazy part is when you hear people talk about him, because obviously everyone's coming out and talking about him now. And like Damon Dash had like some really interesting yeah. things to say about him. They're like, DMX was not like anybody else. So I think the uh, the Swiss Beats quote: He wasn't flashy. He yeah, wasn't know. flashy. He gave most of his money away. You had to watch him because he would just take care of people and like yeah, you know, he had he had like what fifteen kids yeah, and uh, the 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 craziest story I heard not the craziest story but. Like one of the cool stories I heard, he had he would like after he was big, he would still go battle people like on street yeah. corners and shit. And he had like this, you know, he obviously always had dogs with him. Um, 
And he had this like freestyle where someone walked up and in his freestyle, whatever he says at a moment in the song, cues his dog up to growl. And then he responds to his dog's growl on the fly. <laughs> like no one, that, no, and it was, was like, no yeah. one could ever, my, the way, he, the way he, he functioned is just, it's just different. Um, I think his, his original wife was like high school sweetheart or something yeah. too, right? Something young. Like, yeah. He seemed like it. It was weird because that was a time in hip hop where everything was flashy. The mm. cars, yeah. the music videos were five million yeah, dollars, and he would just he would just wear a basketball. He was wearing he, he wore Tim's or, or, and yeah. like Tim's and overalls yeah, yeah. with no shirt underneath, and he looked <clears throat> dope as fuck. Yeah, like, he was the cool. He was the he was the most marketable motherfucker. Just like right by, by no himself. question. Like there's that there's that documentary. I can't fuck. I'm blanking on what it's called. It's where it's the very first big uh, Def Jam and Rockefeller. Uh, the one we're uh, on the road. Yeah, where they're on the road. Uh, um, it's it's Jay-Z, Ja Rule, Method Man, Red Man. Oh god. Uh, you, you name it. It's such and a good Damon Dash is going fucking nuts the entire time on people. And oh, it's god. all this chaos. And you see all these different rappers. It was called the show. It was called the show. Was it called the show? No, it wasn't called the show. No, it's not called the show. It's something else. <laughs> and maybe it was. No, it might no, you might be right. Yeah, Method Man, Russell Sin like Maybe. Might be. But the, the, cover the crazy green? thing is, so it's showing all this mayhem the entire time. Like I said, it's showing, D it's because it's two big labels touring together and it's showing Damon Dash flip out on Liar Cohen yeah. and about like handing out, uh, handing out Def Jam uh, jackets to everybody and like, just like crazy shit. And then Jay-Z, who's one of the headliners. And then Ja Rule when he was still coming up and like I said, Method Man and Red Man and I, there's a bunch of rappers in it. But then like DMX, who was the co-headliner with Jay-Z, it's just he's different than those other dudes when they show the camera. They have to be careful yeah. to go into his dressing rooms because his dogs will bite you. Like he doesn't <laughs> roll with like a huge entourage. Like he's nah. got, he's well, that's really, he really, really dogs. different. Like, that's the, why he it, rolled with dogs. Yeah. And like even then you were just like, this guy's fucking, it's DMX. <laughs> he just holds a different... In your, it just his aura is different than everybody else's. Uh, it's like he the timing was. All, it wasn't point. just after Tupac died because Tupac passed in ninety six. But, but Notorious B.I.G. was the biggest thing on the East Coast, and he passed away in ninety seven. Mm -hmm. And this guy comes on the scene in ninety. And East Coast rap was in a really bad shape because yeah. all they had was Big. Dude, they had an, yeah. The and then when all they he had was Big, they was Junior nothing. Mafia was not working. You had like you know Mary J. Blige, and you had like it. it but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. L Cool J, I guess. But it was like this voice that like came out of nowhere. Like it, you, you. I mean, you, rough you listen to him on a, like a record. If you heard a record on the radio and you hadn't heard it before, immediately you knew that voice. I mean, Rough, rough Riders Anthem is still the craziest. Like, I'm a rough rider. The fucking just the just the, the fucking ATVs in the, the street, ATVs, yeah. Like, it's just you'd never seen anything like that. Uh, you saw the MTV video, yeah, with the ATVs, and it's like that's not gangster rap, no. But it's fucking amazing, yeah. It's sad, man. And then also, there's like a video. I don't know. Did you guys see the video? There's a video. He's on somebody's podcast, and he talks about the first time he smoked crack, and he starts crying because he was with uh, somebody that he looked up to. Like he was like 13 or 14. And they were both, they were like, that was the guy who got him into rap and stuff like that. And the dude handed him a joint to smoke and it was, ended up being laced with crack and he didn't know it till after he had smoked it. And he starts crying going like, who would give a 13 year old crack? Because that's like ends up yeah. being the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it just, it's just heavy. But then also the fucked up thing is too, is like, 
like the shit that we're talking about and the rawness and the realness of DMX. Probably it's like, part of that is the fucking is the drugs and is all that shit. Well, like he didn't give a fuck, man. The people he collaborated with, I, I is. He, he remember he did that song with Limp Biscuit that was like yeah. listenable. Like there was like things that he did that like would have been career enders, and yeah. it was just kind of like. Well, I he's the first it's DMX. He can do whatever he's the, the fuck first. He wanted, I, like, when we just, when when we had the magazine, we did that thing on horrorcore, and he's like the first yeah. mainstream horrorcore rapper. He just got so big you couldn't even really call him horror. Dude, core. he did a track with Marilyn Manson yeah. at a time when parents were fucking horrified by him because they thought. That was what inspired Columbine. Yeah, like school and like and shit. Yeah, the yeah. fact that he was where he was on his second <laughs> album, put Manson on a track, and it was just like, oh wow, like that's just so left field. He took so many risks. I mean, there's so many guys in dance music that wanted to work with him over the last ten years, and he was like, yeah, let's get in the studio. Like, there's so part, many well, stories that was he coming out. Money. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, they were just crack like has continued to get more expensive. He yeah. was willing to take. <laughs> Chances and risks his entire career. I mean, I just he didn't look at the world the way everyone yeah, else. He I, didn't really I, care I about his career. It wasn't I don't know flashy. If he, I don't know if he took. I, that's I'm with you. I don't think he necessarily saw those as risks. I think he, he just, just wanted like, to whatever. Whatever. fuck he wanted. Like yeah, yeah that's what I mean. What like, wanted, yeah. that's what I mean. But that goes back to like not being in that flashy culture right. of like having Lamborghini. It was like. This sounds cool. I'm going to do it yeah. because I think it's I don't cool. Think I don't need to ask thought about his image for an afternoon. No. You know, no, 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 like, never. Hey, guys, I need to have a branding But meeting. that's what was so, <laughs> but that's what I mean. But that's what was so, like, crazy so because he him, was though. so dope. Like, yeah. so good. Like, no one else could pull off overalls with fucking Ugg boots at that that's time. That's just the originality. Dude. That's just someone that has this, like, timeless originality that he had that I don't think people give him enough credit for. Well, and it was in an era before people. Like it was in an era where you could still get away with that. Nowadays, like, you know, uh, the machine gets a hold of you. Yeah. Even if you are original, the machine gets a hold of you mm-hmm. and media trains you and crafts you. And trust me, DMX was never media trained. No. Uh, no. And all that. So it's about real quick. Uh, what's your DMX track to go, to go down with, Jason? What is it? What's my one to go down with? What's, what's giving your DMX track? Oh, that's so hard. Got to pick one. X going to give it to you. X, that's a good one. I mean, the, the most classic I mean, has to be the Rough Riders anthem, like, just because it was, it so was good. what started it all. I, I mean, there's probably better tracks, but I mean, I can almost remember where I was when I heard that first. And I just remember the the thing I remember about that track. Is that, that, that's a Swiss beat. Yeah, beat, yeah, right? all, most it of like it was. Best the thing that was so crazy about that is I remember watching that on like TRL, and you'd get like mm-hmm. Britney Spears, and then here's at number one. Yep. DMX <laughs> and these dudes on motorcycles and fucking ATVs and it made no sense with the rest of TRL but it like it worked somehow dude that shit was so le- like and it's it was just so left field at the time to fucking watch that and you're like where the fuck like yeah how did that become mainstream it's it was so, so fucking crazy oh uh, what's your track Bonner oh uh, well, fuck Anthem's ah uh, probably go Anthem I, I wouldn't if you the two of you guys hadn't picked that I would have picked it because that is the song but just for yeah. parody's sake uh, it's gotta go uh, fuck, slipping probably. I like the track. A great tune. Um, but yeah, I mean, party. Yeah. That's what's so crazy because slipping is the, just like the, ballad, but party song? up is such when a I huge die, dance track. That song is so good. Let me cry the, anyway. Here's the thing that's oh. kind, of, kind of crazy with him too is that you, like when you, I fly, you I can't come out and sound fly, like yeah. no one else can come out and sound like him. Like the, no, it, it doesn't yeah, work. It's yeah, gonna, you're gonna sound like DMX. You're gonna try to come up. Yeah. You like you can't fucking you can't dress like it. You can't. Have you ever like, heard the Aerie Spears impression of DMX? Yeah, that's good. It's so good. <laughs> but it's dark and hell's out of so many tracks. I love that album. That's it's a it's a good one. All right, let's do W's and L's. 
Uh, I'll start us off since I have a bunch. W. <laughs> Jaso's vindicated baseball. I've been watching it this season. It's so good. Uh, Fernando Tetis Jr. is my guy. Yeah, dude, right? FTJ. He's Big the next Ken Griffey Jr. dude. He's so sick. There's it's the tight first time, players in baseball again, It's the first time again, that I've dude. seen a baseball player in 25 years that's like, oh shit, they, they finally have a superstar. Uh, and and there's guys that are better than him, but I just mean as far as like a superstar. He 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 might succeed. Trout is the best player in the league, though. He's, Trout's very fucking, possible. Yeah, but uh, my second W because it just came out while while we were on um, hiatus. Uh, Zach Snyder, dude, the Snyder cut, the four yeah. hour Snyder yeah. cut came out, and it was fucking way better than Fire. I thought it would be. And I thought it was going to be good. I thought it was going to be entertaining. It was so sick, and it's so crazy that someone they let him do that and do a four hour so redo. Rad. Yeah. And it's just because that other one was so terrible. Um, and it's it's sick. Uh, another W, uh, just because the album came out once again while we were on hiatus. Uh, Kid Cudi, his last album, uh, we didn't talk, get a chance to talk about. I, but just, it was awesome. Sounded like Kid Cudi. Um, I dug it. Uh, my last W, we were just talking shit on HBO shows, but I really like that new Mare of East 10 uh, with uh, Kate Winslet. It's a mur- mur- murder mystery. It's pretty cool so far. Two episodes. Uh, I have two L's. Um, first is for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Don't watch that show. <laughs> it, that feel, it felt like such a cast grab. Like, so, it was so bad, so bad dude. It was so and I bad. I feel like the Winter Soldier could be such a great it character. Was like, yeah, like, yeah. Then, they, then he does like his nope. his like his speech at the end, talking about borders and racism, and it's just like this isn't like helping any kids out. Um, yeah. That was, uh, I thought I had one more L, but I can't read my right. Kind of that so. point, Disney Plus just overall at large. Just fucking nah. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, Disney Plus is a bit of an L for me, I think, now. Yeah. yeah. I haven't turned that on in a, in a minute. Uh, I, I haven't turned it next? on since this morning, unfortunately. I've seen every movie on that seven <laughs> times. <laughs> um, Not by choice. I'm going to give, I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to give Disney Plus an L. Actually, I'll well, you it's really be put a lot of thought to that one. And I'm going to give myself a W for being the only person in here that uh, is now working with the Clippers on a project, and I am the person that knows the least about basketball. So, I'm really, who's the best in the room? Who is the best in the room? Jason just got so excited; those eyes lit up. Jason's all twelve inches just got just like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to need some. I think you're going to need some help. You're going to need a consultant. Dude, I always want you. I always want you. Well, that fucking schlongmong. I have, I have an L for fucking culture because this last year has been the most abysmal. (laughs) I mean, the film industry especially, we have seen nothing, and the things that like like Tenant was bad. But I don't think Tenants is bad if we can see it in a theater. Theaters, Tenants is okay. That's what I'm saying. I think I would have enjoyed it in the theater. Everything that I've wanted to see has gotten pushed back. There hasn't been much in TV. Music, like- Everything on HBO Max has sucked as far as the movie drops with the exception of the Snyder Cut. Yep. Godzilla was terrible. Fucking Wonder Woman was oh, terrible. Yeah. Go, uh, God. I did fuck with Mortal Kombat, though. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I've heard this really there's good. There's a, it's bad in, in such a good is way. Is there a new Mortal Kombat? Yeah, it's yeah, on where HBO you been? Max. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. It's and on They even do the, the song at the end, too. The, you, know what's, <laughs> you know what's crazy is I think- because we had talked about this before we had left around like how we were kind of excited around movies actually getting released to home and where that could be cool. I saw Tenant in theater like for that brief time theaters opened up. Same like, with me, yeah. And I tried to watch it again at home. I'm, I don't think I'll try to watch 
like those movies at home ever again. Like yeah. it's just not the fuck. And I turned I, it off when it when it was. I thought I was like blown away when I saw it in theaters. Like this is fucking crazy. Christopher Nolan. Yeah, I was all excited. Bending, you got me excited nuts. on it. Dude. I've never seen anything like this. I'm watching it at home and like this is fucking weird and it's not. It doesn't the sound doesn't sound right and it's, it's just, not immersive. It's not nearly. Yeah. As, yeah, it's not nearly as impressive at home. Dude, I'm this. I paid. You got me all hyped on it. I was stoked. I couldn't see it in the theater and I ended They're up showing it in theaters now. You should go see. It I, I paid. I paid twenty bucks to watch it at home because I was so excited you about it. You should go. It, it, it's re-showing in theaters. I highly recommend it because it's Go great theaters. theaters. Okay. It's and to, and to tack on to the to, to the to kind of just put a cap around why the entertainment industry is taking such an L. Rotten Tomatoes. Oh yeah. Citizen Kane got voted down. So the number one movie of all time, rating wise, on Rotten Tomatoes is Paddington Bear Two. Uh, okay, <laughs> but can we agree that Citizen Kane so is slightly good. overrated? At it's this slightly point? overrated, it, but you, it, it goes it's a formative film. I agree. Forced it well, whatever. It's yeah. slightly overrated. And fuck Monk, dude. That movie su- Mank or whatever. That movie yeah. sucked. But, I, lo- I love Gary Oldman. I love Fincher. That movie sucked. Yeah, I'm with you. It just had to be at, at, at that time. I think. I, you know, when I, when we were talking about doing this today, I was very excited to be back in the room with you boys. Obviously, mm-hmm. but listening to music again. again to like kind of get amped up for the show was so weird because I haven't really listened to new music mm. lately. I think partially because I really want to see music live yep. and like listening to new music and getting excited about it and not being able to hear it live is almost depressing. Dude, but so there hasn't, I felt like this last, and this is where I to go to, to with your point with entertainment. I felt like there's been, there hasn't been a lot of cool shit that like, and I get with the movie industry, but like with music, like the shit I did try to listen to that was new from bands. I like things like that. I'm like, yeah, music. There hasn't been any like crazy, well, even if, though we haven't been. Can listening I tell to you time. why? I've got a theory on that because yeah. I think you're right. I think stuff has come out. I just think the world has been in such a disastrous place yeah. Yeah. that it's just been really hard to cut through the desire. It's been it's exactly it's, it's hard. It's that's hard exactly get, it. It's hard to get a blowjob at your mom's funeral. It is. It is. It is. And like people have. <laughs> You know, all joking aside, this is like I at least I've noticed it. Like I'm getting. Maybe it's hard to enjoy. It's hard to enjoy. It's just hard. It's hard to show. I'm sure you guys have seen it, but like you know, I'm getting bounced checks from fucking like it's it's fucking rough out there. It's fucking rough out there. Like I saw some people that are looking for jobs, and these people are fucking amazing. Like really good stand up fucking industry pioneers that are looking for jobs. It's fucking rough out there. The music industry more than even more so than the entertainment industry. And I think yeah. the music industry got overlooked by a lot of it too, because people propped up film and then music's kind of like the bastard stepchild yeah. when it comes when it comes to the two, right? Yeah. So like even marketing music is nearly impossible when you can't especially like the, I mean, a lot of the dance music artists we're working with, it's like playing records out in the clubs and like yeah. going out and like sending records to other DJs to play in the clubs. It's like you can't do any of that. There's a there's a there's a there's a shout out to Diana Cass from Interscope who is she is she was she put out a message I think on LinkedIn, like I mean you, you can not say anything I shouldn't say, but like the fact that she is the most legendary project manager, I think probably in music. I mean, this woman did fucking. She's in a scope since '96, right? So she she was the woman that gave issued everyone bulletproof vests when Suge Knight was fucking. Like this woman is. She's one of the most authentic project managers who has been like no every. If you are in the universal infrastructure, you want Diana Cass. She is the bomb. She got let go from Interscope. Yeah. Like, yeah, but how do you pay big, somebody like that? That's the problem. But I, but I don't, but I mean, this woman She's was- not going to take a $100,000 a year job is my point. I, I, I get that. But there's, 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 there's just some people that that's how bad it is. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, hold on, she she survived the first cull of music, right? Sure. You know. Yeah. You know. She survived and, the streaming or streaming, flipping, streaming, yeah. like you know, and it's like that was like, oh man, like I forgot one W. And I can't believe I forgot this. And I know there's three of us in the room that are going to get behind this. I don't know where Seb's been doing. Fucking crypto. Oh. Dude. That's oh, my God. Bizarre. I'm giving crypto a big W, dude. Holy shit. That's yeah. been fuck. It's been three months of just good times. It's fucking bizarre, dude. Good times on that on that front. No, it's weird. I mean, it, the, the whole thing is weird. I mean, if it wasn't for crypto and the stock market having this inflated sense of whatever— how much more depressing would people? How, oh. how much more depressed would people be? I just, I was just looking at Coinbase right now. It's so fun. It's like fantasy yeah. basketball, <laughs> dude. It's, it's, it's so fun. It's definitely dude. helped it's pay so for some rent checks for me in the last oh, yeah. six months. Well. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's so much fun because the stock market's kind of bad lately. But yep. crypto's just well, that's because of the fucking Democrats. But let's not get into that now. Uh, Joe Biden, greatest president of my uh, lifetime, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we don't. At least we don't have to see Trump anymore. That's how I. That's every morning. That's how I look at it. Are you know, I was. I'm riding 2024, man. Yeah, just. fucking Trumpito 2024. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, welcome back. I think. Uh, Are we back next? I week, don't then? think we're gonna. No, I don't think we're gonna be doing weekly for a bit. I think we're looking at bi-monthly. Is what we're looking at. What does that? We mean? can ramp it up if we have to. Every two. It's weeks. when you get a boy and a girl. Yeah. Yeah. That I know about. <laughs> <laughs> Neon black. <laughs>